this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona, Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 46. The following is the recitation of Psalm 41, aka Perek or Mizmor Mem Aleph. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 41 Lamnatseach Mizmor le David Ashrei Maskil Eldal Biyom Ra'a Yim Letehu Adonai Adonai Yishmerehu Vichayehu Veushar Ba'aretz the Al Titnehu, the Nefesh Oivav. Adonai Yisadenu, Al Eres Divai, Kol Mishkavo, Hafachta, Vichal Yo. Ania Marti, Adonai Chaneni. Rifa'a nafshi ki chatatilach. Oivai yomru rali. Matai yamut ve avad shemo. Ve imba lir oat shav yidaber libo. Yikbats aven lo. Yetse lechutz yidaber. Yachar alai yit lachashu. Kol sonai alai. Yachshivu ra'a li. Devar blial yatsuk bo. Ve'asher Shachav Lo Yosif Lakum Gam Ish Shlomi Asher Batakti Vo Ochel Lachmi Higdil Alai Akev Veata Adonai Chaneni Vahakimeni Vashal ma lahem Bizot yadati Ki chafatsta bi Ki lo yaria Oivi alai Baani betumi Tamachta bi Vitatsiveni Lefanecha Leolam Baruch Adonai Elohe Israel Mehaolam Vead Haolam Amen Veamen
Psalm 41 is considered the capstone psalm of the first book of Tehillim. So Mazel Tov and Yashar Koach if you have been listening and learning until now. Radak says that this mizmor took place after the incident with Bathsheba. Malbim says it's after David just survived an attempted poisoning, whereas other commentaries overall feel that this is connected to the three previous psalms that we've learned. There are no psukim here that we recognize in our prayers. However, there are a lot of laws learned from the second pasuk in terms of Bikr Cholim, when it says, Ashrei maskil el dal, yam Hashem, which can be understood, happy is he who is thoughtful of the wretched. In bad times, may the Lord keep him from harm. Or another translation is, praiseworthy is he who cares wisely and insightfully for the sick. The Lord will deliver him on the day of evil. So if this is broadened to be speaking to the general population, we are to learn that when you consider the needs of the ill, afflicted, the poor, the weak, then Hashem takes care of you and is there with you on the day that you will be ill. Another way of understanding this Pasuk is that David is acknowledging that Hashem has dealt wisely with David while he was sick, helping him gain insight on the things that he needed to learn in order to grow. A third way uh, worth mentioning in terms of perspective here is that David is acknowledging that he himself is happy for being wise in the way he has used the time that he, w- that he had when he was ill. There is so much more commentary on this Pusuk alone, but I kind of want to combine these three perspectives, namely the approaches that uh, speak to the general population, the one that focuses on Hashem as the provider of what the ill needed, and finally the perspective that David is content with the wisdom he has gained while ill, all to help us understand this more, is more better. In the next few pasukim, David goes on to explain how Hashem takes care of the sick, alluding to how we can assume David probably felt taken care of. I really like the poetic way Pasuk Dalid marks what I think of as a transformation in the ill person when it says, Hashem Yisadenu al Eresh, Divai Kol Mishkavo Hafachta Bechalyo, which Art Scroll translates as, Hashem will fortify him on his bed of misery. All his restfulness has been upset by his illness, which some see as giving an image of Hashem tending to the ill person's bed, turning it over. However, I can't help understanding this to me that Hashem is strengthening him through his illness by turning over what the person once was comfortable with that perhaps he shouldn't have been comfortable with and providing an opportunity to work through that during this low period. And then David literally reiterates what he said in the last few psalms. But this time around, there is no rage noted, no shame. It is a very matter-of-fact listing of how he has asked Hashem to favor him and heal his soul because he sinned, leading right into how his enemies talk bad about him and ask when he will die and speak falsehood when they come to see him and go out and tell everyone how ill the king is and all who hate him whisper against him, even the people he trusted deceive him. The presentation of all of this is spoken in such a different tone 
than we have seen thus far. And unlike the last psalm where David asks Hashem to make his enemies feel shamed or cause any harm, he says in Pasuk 11, But you, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let me rise again, and I will pay them back. Commentaries have a really hard time with the fact that it seems like David is asking to be healed in order to potentially take vengeance on the enemies that he just made reference to. Explaining it by saying either that the healing itself will be getting them back because they thought he would die originally, or that as king, technically, he has a duty to exact justice measure for measure for his honor's sake. But I think there is something more here. Vishalma can be pay them back, or repay them, or requite them, or recompense them. I feel like if David was exacting vengeance, he is a poet, and he could have come up with a much stronger word to indicate that intention. Instead, it's a simple statement with no indicated follow-up of how he is going to follow through with it. I really like the interpretation of recompense them or make amends with them. Not just because that would be nice, but also because it fits with the understanding of the rest of the psalm that indicates that David has worked through something during his illness. The, f- the last few psalms, we discovered how much anger and shame David was dealing with. Shame probably even over the fact that he felt ashamed by the enemies, which here he was able to list in a matter-of-fact way. What changed from the last few psalms to this one, where we saw anger and shame? I love how Dr. Edger, yes, quoting her again, says, Anger is a secondary emotion, a defense, armor we put up around the primary feeling underneath. We burn through anger. She actually recommends screaming it out in a safe way. So we can get to what's underneath, fear or grief. Only then can we begin the hardest work of all, forgiving ourselves, end quote. And now, instead of being angry at his enemies, and instead of being ashamed at himself, I would venture to say that David has gotten past his shame. He has forgiven himself for feeling shame, and is now free to attempt to make things better going forward, so that he won't end up in that dark place again. Perhaps now, David is at the point where he wishes to understand why or how his enemies or even people that he trusted could come to be at such odds with him and even attempt to make amends if possible. David chose to accept his whole self, shame and all, and thereby was able to release the anger that he felt for them after these hard times and think of next steps ahead instead of being stuck in that mire. I think This is just a stronger, more positive continuation of David's expression of hope that he has been building on the last couple of psalms. He even goes on to give himself a kind of pat on the back, saying it's because of his integrity that Hashem has upheld him. And David gives a bracha, which is a nice culmination for this book, but is also understood to be a sentiment that his prayer has, in fact, been accepted. To quote my friend Rachel Herkman, 
quote, my concept of hope these days is the little voice that whispers that maybe it won't always hurt the way it hurts at that exact moment. That whatever we are wrestling with, stuck on, waiting for, that maybe it can get better or less bitter. Hope is something that can be easier to grasp when we reach for it together, end quote. David doesn't know that he can fix all the things that have caused him shame, but he is at a point where he has the hope enough to try and reach out and best case scenario, make amends. May we all be able to work through our anger and shame that we harbor against others and even ourselves. May we be able to work through and learn the process for how to forgive ourselves for whatever is underlying those emotions. Thereby, may we feel the freedom that comes with letting go of grudges held and be able to at least attempt to make amends in whatever form is needed. The learning and recitation for this mizmor is Lole Nishmat Moshe Aaron Ben Yosef, as well as Rabbi David Feinstein and Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. Alehem HaShalom. May their neshamas have an aliyah, and may their families and Klal Yisrael find nechama together. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.